you're thankful to be in the house of the Lord, why don't you turn to somebody beside you and tell them he is a way maker. He is a miracle worker. Oh, praise God. Amen. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord here today. We give honor to your pastor and his wonderful wife, this beautiful family of pastor and sister Linder. We thank the Lord for them. We thank God for their anointing, for their vision, for their leadership. Amen. Come on, clap your hands like you really mean it. How many of you love your pastor, his wife, and family? I've always admired Pastor and Sister Linder from a distance. So many wonderful things that I've heard about them from my time in the youth group and ministry. Brother Linder's just an icon. And uh, then evangelizing. Matter of fact, I mentioned to your pastor and his lovely wife yesterday that my first revival in 2001 was a result of them accepting the pastorate of this church because he had to come off the evangelistic field. The pastor said, well, I need an evangelist. And so he called my pastor, Brother Terry Black, and uh, said, Brother Linder is supposed to be with us, but he's in the will of God. He's accepted a pastorate here in Winston-Salem. I need an evangelist. And so my pastor said, well, I know somebody just coming out of Bible school. And that's how I got my first revival. So I owe a lot to your pastor. Amen. But I am so thankful for their genuineness and their love. They're just some people that when you are around them, they make you better. And the last few times I've been around your pastor, I've been made better. Amen. And to all this wonderful leadership team of this church, Brother Brian Karecha, his family, amen. Brother Byfield, amen. All of those that are part of this leadership team, we give you honor. Can you just give the entire pastoral leadership team a hand clap here today? Praise God. Now, why don't you give yourself a hand clap for being in the house of the Lord at 930? Praise God. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I want to direct your attention to the book of Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 10, verse number 1. My wife. My son Noah, our daughter Cherish, and I have just been so delighted to be here with you in North Carolina, here in God's country. I wanted to play basketball here in North Carolina, but I wasn't that good. <laughs> wasn't that good. Amen. I said, Lord, if I can't play for the Tar Heels, just let me play for that team that I can't say their nickname in church. I said, if I can't play for North Carolina, let me play for Wake Forest. But the Lord, he saw fit not to allow that to happen. But I am thankful to be here in Winston-Salem and my family. We just are so delighted to be with you today. Amen. Zechariah chapter 10, verse number 1. The prophet says these words, Actually, of the Lord reign in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone grass in the field. Acts the Lord for rain in the time of the last day harvest rain so that the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers. Can somebody shout showers? Showers of rain. Just for a few moments here this morning, I want to speak to you on this subject, praying for an outpouring. 
praying for an outpouring. Can somebody lift up your hands right now? Can somebody lift up your voice? Oh God, let there be a spirit of prayer that will flow in this house. Thank you for the moving of your spirit that we've experienced already. Now we're asking, oh God, that you continue to have your way. Let the anointing of your word rest upon your servant and upon this congregation today. And with this threefold court of anointing, may you destroy the yoke of bondage. Let there be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost here at Heaven View United Pentecostal Church, here in the city of Winston-Salem, here in the Triad, here in the state of North Carolina. Let there be an outpouring that will fall, dear God, like never before. We will not fail to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. Can somebody clap your hands? Can somebody lift up your voice? And one more time, can you give God praise? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God. Amen, amen. God bless you. you. may be seated. It's already been said here today, but to all of our guests that are here with us, whether you're here in person or watching online, we are just so thrilled and delighted that you are here at Haven View, uh, Heaven View United Pentecostal Church. Can you clap your hands? And can you clap? Can you lift up your voice and thank the Lord for our guests here today? I just mentioned the name of my middle school, Haven View. I said, don't let me say Haven View at Heaven View. But I did. Amen. Hopefully that's my only blooper here today. I just want to say to the young people of this church, amen, I commend you for your worship, not just Friday, but even here this morning. Amen. Can we give all of the young people a wonderful hand clap? There is such a great anointing here on Friday. I just caught the wave. I mean, I'm telling you, the anointing that was flowing through this praise team, I, I was just so thankful, amen, to see young people on fire for God. Amen. There is a young person. He's now a young adult here at this church, but I met him when he was just a teenager in New York City. It was before September the 11th, 2001. My wife and I were making our way to minister in New England, but we stopped in New York City first time, had never been there, and um, I'll never forget everything I saw on TV growing up. I just thought, oh my God, but it was like even more so. And so we drove into Harlem. Uh, a friend of mine that I went to Bible school with that came out of my wife's youth group. He married uh, a wonderful anointed singer by the name of Julie Teets. Her father was pastoring in Queens, uh, New York, and he was the district superintendent at the time. And, and uh, she married a guy from St. Louis who was originally from Oklahoma. And um, I don't know how they ended up in Harlem, but he was managing a, a, a housing uh, there, development there. And there was a young man who had received the Holy Ghost and had to suffer for the name of Jesus Christ. And thankfully, his youth pastor was willing to allow him to stay with him. His name is Brother Daniel Hippolyte. And it's so good to see him serving and living for God. Can you clap your hands and thank the Lord for Brother Hippolyte, his family, his precious wife. Amen. Amen. How many of you know that prayer changes things? Has anybody got a testimony that you are here today because somebody prayed for you? Does anybody believe that prayer changes things? Can you clap your hands and can somebody shout amen? amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I will submit to you here this morning that when God's people humble themselves and seek after God for whatever the need is, he will hear from heaven and respond to their prayers. This is a promise that he has given us in his word. 
The Bible tells us in 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse number 14 is probably the most quoted scripture when it comes to prayer. But it is true. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then uh, will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin uh, and will heal their land. Does anybody believe that promise in God's word is true? Uh, can you say amen? Amen. This promise in God's word is true for his people, no matter how big or how small in number they may be. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 18, if two of you agree on earth about anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my father in heaven for where two or three are gathered in my name. There am I among them there am I in the midst of them ladies and gentlemen with just two or three will humble themselves and cry out to God in repentance and ask him to bring healing to our land the Lord will respond to just two or three I'm thankful there's more than just two or three here today, but I come to remind us uh, that when we lift up the name of Jesus, uh, when we call on the name of Jesus, uh, he will come among us uh, and he will hear our prayer. Does anybody believe that? Can you clap your hands and can somebody shout amen? When God's people join together to pray in unity, in one mind and in one accord, the Lord will shake things up. You know, we need the Lord to shake some things up. I'm not talking about an earthquake, but I'm talking about the Lord to shake some things up in the spirit uh, and allow it to be shaken up here on earth. We need God to shake some things up. And that happens uh, when God's people join together in united prayer in one mind and one accord. You know, that's always the biggest challenge. Doesn't matter what the setting is, whenever we come together, the biggest challenge uh, that we face beyond uh, our, 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 our issues that we go through in our daily lives, beyond the sin that we might experience, beyond uh, the mistakes that we might make, the biggest challenge uh, that we face is to get in one accord. If we can somehow unite, uh, then God will begin to move things. Something uh, will begin to happen. The Bible says, Brother Ferragamo, in Acts chapter 4, when those who were a part uh, of that first century church lifted up their voice to God with one accord. Uh, the Bible says, and when they had prayed, uh, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost uh, and spake the word of God with boldness. Uh, when they began to lift up their voice, in prayer they had already received the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost uh, but there was a refreshing uh, there was a renewing uh, there was an impartation uh, there was amen uh, unction that came uh, from heaven that gave them a holy boldness uh, to declare to their world to declare to their generation uh, that Jesus alone is Savior we need amen a move of the Spirit of God here today uh, like we've been experiencing uh, we need the Holy Ghost to come into this place and shake some things up in our hearts uh, to shake some things up in our situation uh, to shake some things up in our family to shake some things up in our lives we need the Holy Ghost uh, to rearrange some things uh, so that we can so that we can have boldness uh, to declare to Winston-Salem uh, so that we can have boldness uh, to declare on our jobs uh, in our schools uh, in our neighborhoods uh, in our communities uh, that Jesus uh, is the Savior does anybody believe that can you clap your hands uh, and can somebody give praise unto his name 
Oh, can I get everybody in this house to put your hands together? Come on, everybody, clap your hands. Everybody, clap your hands. Come on, if we can just get in one accord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Can I just tell this church uh, that your greatest revival is not in your past. Uh, amen. Your greatest revival is not in your future. Your greatest revival is right now. Amen. I told your pastor just if I didn't expect it and I don't say this lightly. Amen. But this morning when I stepped into this place, you all were praying and I thank God for that. Uh, but as you all began to sing, I can sense uh, the angels of the Lord in this place. Uh, amen. If you looked at me, if you watched me, if you heard me going, woo. Amen. I wasn't just trying to pump somebody up or pump myself up. Uh, amen. I, I got very little sleep, uh, but I get very little sleep anyhow. I'm an evangelist. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, I felt something in this place uh, that I don't feel everywhere I'm telling you right now that calls about to do something uh, at heaven view uh, United Pentecostal Church uh, young people's not just on a Friday when everybody is gathered together from other churches uh, but your youth group uh, you all have an anointing upon you uh, and cause Amen. There's some moms and dads in this place and you, you watch your young people on Friday and you say, God, do it for my kid. But can I tell you, God's going to do it for you. There is an anointing upon some moms and some dads. There's an anointing upon some single adults in this church. Come on, grandma. Come on, grandpa. You think your days are past? No. God's got something for you now. I've been taught that when the angels of the Lord show up, they're either there, amen, to test a church or to release something in that church. Ladies and gentlemen, I did not feel a testing here today, but I felt a releasing in this house. When we begin to pray, God will begin to shake things up. He will begin to dispatch angels. I come to tell somebody in this house, you've been fighting, amen, against the enemy long enough. There's some guests that are here today, and you fought just to get here. It's because the enemy knows that the potential that you have for the kingdom of God is going it's going to be devastating for the devil's kingdom and so he's fought against you but I come to tell you that the reason why you are here today is because of the goodness and the mercy of God and he has a plan and he has a purpose for everybody in this place one more time can somebody lift up your hands towards heaven can somebody lift up your voice with your hands and can you give God praise right now Oh, can somebody shout hallelujah? Can somebody shout thank you, Jesus? Turn somebody and tell them God's got a plan for us. The Bible says that when they were in one mind and one accord, that the place was shaken. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spake the word of God with boldness. What would happen here today if we join together in united prayer? in one mind and in one accord. Brother Jacob, I'll tell you what will happen. Amen. There will be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. I said there will be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. I thank God, amen, for what's happening in Kentucky. Man, it's hard for me to say that as a Tennessean. I'm from Tennessee. Like, who wants to go to Kentucky to church? But I thank God for what's happening in Kentucky. Amen. Because it's an answer to prayer. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if we're going to have the kind of revival that God wants to give us, we've got to have all hands on deck. We've got to have some denominal pastors to get the revelation of the mighty God in Christ, uh, to get a revelation of the name of Jesus, uh, to realize, amen, that the Holy Ghost is for us in 2023. But I believe that God wants the United Pentecostal Church uh, to be the catalyst, the revival that God wants to give Winston-Salem. I believe that he wants heaven view to be the catalyst uh, of that revival. If we could just get together one mind and one accord, uh, there will be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Uh, can somebody shout amen? The Bible says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. Turns to my tell them, we've got to pray. Amen. As the old rap song used to say, we got to pray just to make it today. <laughs> now I'm telling on myself when I say that. But you know, ladies and gentlemen, the promise of prayer in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, was given in response to a possible crisis mentioned in verse number 13. In other words, it was conditional. The Lord said to King Solomon, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. The Lord assured Solomon that if there was a drought and God's people humble themselves in prayer for the land, that he would answer and send the rain. There have been different countries and governments who have suffered drought. They have picked up on this passage of scripture and taken it to heart. There have been God-fearing governors of Texas in recent years who have called for a day of prayer with face with a drought from a lack of rain. Just recently, matter of fact, last Tuesday, the president of Kenya called for a national day of prayer to ask for divine assistance to end the devastating drought that they're facing right now. Since 2020, the Intergovernmental Authority of Kenya's Development Climate Center said that the last five rainy seasons have failed, affecting over 50 million people with drought and famine. Their projections for the long rainy season that is supposed to last from March to May of this year is looking bleak. They don't have much hope for their future. So the president last Tuesday called on his country to call out to God for divine help. He said, as a government, we have set out elaborate plans for food security. We have seized ample fertilizer and water harvesting strategies, including dams, but we need God to send us the rain. They said, we've done everything that we can do, but what we cannot do is make it rain. So we need this entire nation, this entire country to begin to call out to God because all of our plans do not work. We need God to send us the rain. Amen. The Lord made a promise to Solomon that if his people who are called by his name will humble themselves in prayer and seek his face, that he will send the rain. Although that promise is for God's people. Can somebody say God's people? Even though that promise is for God's people, He's merciful and kind enough to hear and answer the prayers of any people or any nation that humbles themselves and seeks his face and turn from their wicked ways. Ladies and gentlemen, we read about this kind of revival happening in the Bible in the city of Nineveh, which is modern day Mosul, Iraq. The Bible tells us that God sent Jonah when he finally, amen, got in alignment and agreement with God that he went to Nineveh 
which was one of the most violent cities of his time. But when Jonah prophesied of the coming judgment, something happened in that city. Even though they were not the people of God, even though, amen, they were not the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yet uh, when God sent a man with a word, the Bible tells us, so with just an eight-word sermon, the people turned to God in repentance. Uh, when the king humbled himself uh, and laid before the Lord, he made a proclamation to seek the Lord. God saw their response, heard their cry and he had mercy on them uh, with just an eight word sermon uh, when those people begin to humble themselves uh, amen and turn from their wicked ways the Lord uh, began to, amen to forgive uh, he began to heal their land this is what will happen when a group of people humble themselves in prayer before the Lord amen what we're seeing and we're hearing about reports in Kentucky are people who are humbling themselves just a group of people who might not have amen full truth but yet uh, amen they're humbling themselves in prayer it happened in the word of God and it's happening today but can I remind you here this morning it doesn't have to take a whole nation or even a large congregation or even two or three gathered together in his name for God to respond. Let me say that again. It doesn't have to take a big church or a small church. It doesn't have to take a nation. It doesn't just even have to take a small group of two or three gathered together in his name in order for God to respond. But can I tell somebody that the Lord can respond to the prayer of just one single individual? who believes that he is able to hear and answer their prayer. I'm thankful that we have gathered together today. I'm thankful that we're lifting up the name and worshiping his name. I'm thankful that there are some individuals who believe that God can do the miraculous, that he is a way maker, amen, that he is a promise keeper. I'm thankful that there are some young people who will worship God on a Sunday, amen. You believe that God can do it for your youth group. I'm thankful that there are some guests that are here today uh, that you might not feel comfortable with how we do things, but yet you're responding and you're saying, you know what, I believe, amen, that if I could just come among this current God can do something for me but can I tell somebody in this place uh, that God can hear our collective prayers uh, God can respond to just two or three of us uh, but can I tell somebody he don't even have to have two or three if he can just have one individual I said if there's just one individual who believes what they're praying who believes that the Lord hears them and that he will answer them the Lord can do something great through just one Okay, somebody lift up your hands and say, Lord, if you can use anybody, use me. If you will hear anybody's prayer, hear my prayer today. Amen. I believe that God wants us, amen, to join together in prayer, one mind and one accord. I believe uh, that he wants to hear our prayer collectively, but I'm reaching for just one individual in this place to have enough faith to, to believe that God can hear your cry and respond to your need. Because he can answer just one individual's prayer. We see an example of this in the word of God. In 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse number 1, the Bible tells us about a man by the name of Elijah. The prophet Elijah is introduced. The first thing he does is declare to the wicked king Ahab that because of the idolatry and infidelity in the land, that God was going to shut up the heavens, that there be no dew or rain. That's how Elijah was introduced. Amen. He told that wicked king Ahab, who was led by his wife Jezebel, 
she had led the children of Israel into idolatry. But Elijah, whose name means Yahweh is God, Jehovah is God, Elijah boldly declared that the true God, the living God who controls the rain, would keep it from falling. That it would not rain because God was going to shut up the heavens. One scholar explained that according to Canaanite religion, Baal had authority over rain and fertility. The absence of rain meant that Baal was submitting to the God of death. The true God of Israel, by contrast, was and is a God who lives and can either provide or deny the rain. The false God, they thought Baal was the one who controlled the rain. But Elijah stood up and declared that the one true God who does, amen, control the rain is going to prove it to everybody. He's going to shut up the heavens. Amen. There was not going to be any rain. He was going to rehold the rain for three and a half years. The Bible tells us it did not rain in Israel. But after severe drought and when the people finally came to the realization that there is no God but Jehovah. The Lord used one man to pray until the heavens were open and the rain poured down. He used one individual to fall on his knees and cry out to God. The Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 18 verse number 41 that Elijah made a prophetic declaration even before there was one drop of rain. He made a prophetic amen statement into the atmosphere before it ever rained he said I hear the sound of an abundance of rain he can hear it before he could feel it he could sense it before he could see it I said he could hear it before he can feel it he could sense it before he could see it but when he began to pray he believed that he would both see and feel the rain he had his assistant to go out toward the sea amen but there was nothing there was not even a cloud in the sky but the Bible says he kept out kept on sending out his servant amen I'm praying because I believe it is going to happen I've received a word from God and God God's word never fails. He said he was going to shut up the heaven and it has not rained here in northern Israel for three and a half years. But now the people recognize that there is only one God and that one true God is the God of Israel. So the Lord has said, now I'm about to open up the windows of heaven. So my assistant, even though I, you do not see a cloud in the sky, keep on going out until you see. And the Bible says that he kept on praying and he kept on praying he sent his servant out and the scripture says that on the seventh time he saw a small cloud the size of a man's hand I just feel to tell somebody right now in the Holy Ghost uh, that you might not see anything happening. Uh, you might not see anything changing in your situation uh, but keep on praying uh, the seventh time is coming I said the seventh time is coming Oh, it didn't happen last Sunday. Just keep on praying. It didn't happen last year. Just keep on praying. Come on, you might not feel it yet. I didn't tell Amen the praise team to sing that song, but the Holy Ghost directed them to tell this church that even when you can't feel him, even when you can't see him, he's working. Come on, there's about to be the cloud the size of a man's hand. When Elijah heard the news, he told Ahab, get down, because there's about to be a downpour. Can I just say to heaven view, 
you're not a Pentecostal church you're about to enter the seventh time God's number of completion God's number of perfection what God there's about to be an alignment and when everything aligns up God is going to pour out his spirit in this church like if does anybody believe that in this place if you believe it can you stand to your feet can somebody put your hands together and can you praise the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus right now hallelujah 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 Come on, somebody stand to your feet. Somebody lift up your voice. Somebody magnify the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Remain standing with me all over this house. If God can get one person in this auditorium to believe his word and pray for an outpouring of his spirit, there's no telling what will happen in the next few moments. The apostle James wrote these words about one person's prayers he wrote in chapter 5 verses 16 through 18 confess your faults one to another pray for one another that you may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are but he prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it rained not on the earth for the space of three and a half years and he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit the prophet Zechariah declared actually of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain so that the Lord would make bright clouds and give them showers of rain. What would happen if someone believed and prayed that God would open up the windows of heaven and pour out his spirit in a mighty way? Amen. It's already been prophesied that in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. The Lord just needs someone to believe it and to pray it so that somebody else can receive it amen maybe there's somebody here today and you don't feel like you're good enough you're not righteous you say i'm not right with god i can't pray he won't hear my prayer the good news is you could turn to him today if you will humble yourself he will hear your cry he will forgive you of your past amen you can be baptized in his wonderful name and when you're baptized in his name all of your sins are washed away amen your past is completely underneath the blood and he will fill you with his spirit Amen. And when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you'll begin to speak in another language as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. I believe today that if one person can intercede, there are some individuals who were not even looking to receive the Holy Spirit. But somebody can pray and all of a sudden your attitude would change. Somehow you begin to believe, you know what, it is for me. The promise is for me. God can do it for me. Somebody can receive a healing in this house right now through the prayer of just one person. If somebody would begin to call out, if somebody would begin to call out to God in prayer, ha <laughs> Amen. I want you to step forward. <laughs> I noticed you on Friday worshiping God. Come on, don't be afraid. Amen. I want you just to lift up your hands, just right where you are, right there in this altar. I worship you. I watch you serving yesterday and worshiping today. I want you just to lift up your hands. Amen. Maybe you will be the catalyst. Just pray that the Holy Ghost will fall on this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The anointing is on this young lady. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody's going to receive a healing because she's praying. If you are a guest here today, I'm not, I'm not playing games right now. I'm telling you right now, the Lord is telling me to tell somebody today that you're going to receive what you need because that young lady is praying. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, if you need something from God right now, if you need anything from God, I'm asking you to come forward. I'm asking somebody to step to this altar.
the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on, the Lord can hear your cry. The Lord can hear your prayer. Somebody, don't you give up praying for your family. Just when you think it's all over, you're going to step into the seventh time. Come on, somebody understand today that this is the day of salvation. This is your moment. This is what you've been waiting for. This is what you've been believing for. Come on, somebody reach out towards heaven. Come on, you might not have heard from God in a long time. You might not have felt any rain, but I'm telling you, there's a sound of an abundance of rain. I can hear it. God's about to pour down showers of blessing upon you. He's about to pour down healing. He's about to pour down victory. Come on, somebody receive a refreshing in the Holy Spirit right now. Let the Holy Spirit renew and refresh you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, if you can do it in Kentucky, you can do it here in North Carolina. If you can do it at a college in Ashbury, you can do it in the congregation of your people. We are the people called by your name. Hear our prayer right now. Hear our prayer right now. That's in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord. That's in, that's in the name of Jesus. By his stripes, receive your healing. Oh, that's it. Somebody cry out to God. Come on, let's pray for an outpouring. Come on, the world we're living in today. People need more than religion. They need the rain. They need the Holy Ghost rain to fall upon them. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, let there be a downpour right now, Lord. Come on, you don't have to be a member of this church. You heard Pastor Linder say, you don't have to be a member of this church. All you have to do is believe. And if you believe, you can receive. If you believe, you can receive right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, yes. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. The Lord is responding. The Lord is answering. The Lord is answering. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Let there be a shaking in glory. There's more than just one. There's more than just two or three. But there's unity here today. Lord, we need our situations to change. We need our circumstances to change, oh God. We need you to do what only you can do, dear God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody make that a prayer right now. All he needs is one. All he needs is one. All he needs is you. Take my hands, Lord. Take my
right now. If you feel to pray for somebody, you feel an urge to nudging, just obey the Lord right now. Just obey the Lord. You don't need the evangelist to pray for you. You just need somebody who believes it right now. Somebody to connect with you in faith. And God can do it. Thank you, Jesus. direction those that need the Lord and give them an answer clarity but if you need a healing in your body right now in this kind of atmosphere the Lord can heal whether it's a physical need that you have whether it's emotional or mental is this all right here pastor Linder if you need a healing in your body I want you to lift up your hands right now amen there's a wonderful anointing there's a wonderful anointing that is here is there anybody that needs even amen among the praise singers is there somebody that needs a healing praise God hallelujah praise God keep your hands raised hallelujah if you see somebody with their hands raised amen the Bible says these signs will follow them that believe amen it just takes one person who believes to pray for you and God can bring healing so if you see them with their hands raised I want you to reach over to them right now amen while there is an anointing flowing in this house I want you to pray healing into their body in the name of Jesus Come on, speak healing into their minds. Speak healing into their emotions. In the name of the Lord Jesus, by the authority of the Word of God, and by the power of the name of Jesus, we speak healing even now. In the name of the Lord Jesus.
Ghost and ask God for Holy Ghost rain to be poured out in Winston-Salem right now in the name of the Lord. 